scared what's happened yeah. is, is, is a horror film happening no, over no. in york as we speak so i was talking about like the studio is nearly done at home now um and because i'm a twat and because apple sucks um i ended up buying a screen that is far far too big like looks great it, it's i don't know it's just the widest thing i've ever come across <laughs> and I accidentally made you all full screen then, and it was terrifying. I could see every pore. Oh, God. Well, I'm glad I've just had a bath then. Oh. My pores are gaping. And I'm glad that I haven't washed in 48 hours now. Oh, smell a vision with Craig. Or slept in 36. It's just, it's, it's grim city here. Why? Why? <laughs> to the dawn of the second age of Aquarius. Welcome to every number one ever. There's an argument that there are more important things in life than rating and reviewing every song that made the number one in the UK. Uh, uh, 2024 will bring more collapsing democracy in the so-called third world and besuited despots grasping control of our institutions and governments here in Central Europe and the West. There's Cheryl old graves in South Sudan and conflict of religious, political and our intellectual ideologies continue to rumble on in the Middle East and even closer to home public standards continue to plumb new depths. Prime Ministers and Ministers and members of the Second Chamber lie without fear of reproach whilst the right-wing media listlessly pumps out hate-filled bile in the hope of stoking up a culture war that'll increase their readership and viewing figures and on top of that 13.4 million people in the UK are now living below the poverty line. Yet... Still in our heart of hearts, we know where the real problems are, where the real battle lines are drawn, things that we really need to sort out, like Sonny and Cher's I Got You Babies, apparently shite. Jagger and Bowie's interesting version of Dancing in the Street is good clean fun, and if you blow down a member of Irish girl group Bewitched, you get this sound. So, for approximately one hour of your time, lay down your arms, put down your legs, stop dreaming of Rwanda and face it to the beautiful dawn of nine more UK chart toppers for us to discuss and disagree. It's like the football game on Christmas Day in 1914. Here we go, here's the metaphor. <laughs> That'd be free. It's like the OK Friday Agreement. <laughs> it's like the Treaty of Meat Pie. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Versailles, meet me. Who the fuck writes this? And with a white flag in one hand and a machine gun cocked in the other, it's the master of the high speed pun. It's Captain Craig Lowe. How are you doing, Craig? Uh, hi, hi. Yeah, I'm great. Thank you. Good lie. Signing on the dotted line of the piece of card, but signing it, Mr. Suck My Balls. It's, it's Dr. Liam Maloney. Are we okay, Liam? Are we good up there? Happy birthday again. Desperately, all of, yeah, just, well, Kissinger's dead now, so send me in. I don't believe it. I don't believe he's dead. No. Kissinger's not dead, mate. He's like less than, what? We've we saying like 13 presidents or something ridiculous like that. Have there been 13? Terrifying. I don't know. America's only a week and a half old, isn't it? <laughs> um, should we name our machine du jour? 
We, we indeed. Today's machine, its name is Harry Belafont. Harry Belafonte, font, <laughs> slash typeface, <laughs> a style of writing in your word processor program, processor. Favourite font, boys, before we uh, before we dive in? Um, everything I write is in Arial. Craig, hit me with some wingdings, yeah, bitch. But, I mean... Uh, <laughs> I mean, how can I follow Wingdings? Wingdings 2, obviously. The lesser sequel. <laughs> um, papyrus for me. Let's dive in. And first up, we're having... Uh, Craig. No, you're not. Please. Yeah, you are. <laughs> right. Let's do this then. My first unique number one this week is unique number one, number 967. This was number one for two weeks from the 6th of December in the year of our Lord, 2003. Before we go any further, Harry Bella Font. Facto. <laughs> Carry on. Facto. Thank you. <laughs> These songs are terrible, honestly. Fucking Absolutely hell. wasted on this. It's a cal, it's a cal massive joint, but I think we will all approve. Press play. Oh. Oh, it's, it's no, it's it's Will Young. It's leave right now. Oh, it is nice. You've. You've already run up the flagpole, uh, Craig, uh, Liam, that you like this. Sorry. Yeah, in fact, that came up a, a month or two ago, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. We're now last Will Young. It was, the, yeah, I seem to get all the Will Youngs, but uh, <laughs> such is life. Uh, yeah, this is the first single off the second album. So after Cal had rinsed every inch of Pop Highlighter, and this was the make or break single, essentially, I would say, because we've seen so many of these cookie-cutter cowl ones have a really successful two or three singles disappear for 18 months and then they release stuff and we don't know and then they disappear and then mm. you walk into Aldi and uh, Steve Brookstein is there and he's saying, <laughs> <"Do> you... <laughs> it'll be 10p for a carrier bag, that, There's been big bands that have come out of ex-star factor idol and mm-hmm. like Girls Aloud was massive. Liberty X survived at least a year or two. Lest yeah. we forget the important and kind of critical work done by Hearsay. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> what was Rick Waller's second album? <laughs> I could eat a chicken in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Barlow, what you doing? Uh, yeah, Ivan uh, Novello winning. It's, I mean, it's it's real. This is like classic, classic early noughties British. Very good point. Mm, actually, yeah. Very off-white, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It, it sits alongside um, White Flag, was it? Yeah. By Dido. Dido Aeneas. Yeah, I think I read a review where it was very, very distastefully where Will was referred to as Dido with a better set of balls. Or something <laughs> like that. Fucking hell. 
Oh, the early noughties. They were great FHM. You could say that lads. then. Oh, you could say that. Can't, can't say, say that, that now. Can't, yeah. can't say nothing <laughs> anymore. <laughs> the police will come and arrest you if you say that. <laughs> Fucking good. Well, I, I'm going to jump in because I've already kind of pinned my calls to the mask with this one because I think mm. this is a real high bar. And, and, and Craig nailed it. Like British pop, early noughties British pop, high bar. Let's be honest, not the most cutting-edge piece of music ever written, certainly. Well-produced, well-performed, um, and just... It just gave Will a chance to sort of throw his wings out, especially when you get to the bridge. Yeah. Once, it, once he starts adding the flourishes at the bridge, it's, it, it's his. It's, it, the, the song will never be anything but his, though. No, it's, it's just... It's a really decent crack, actually. It's just a good piece of popular music. Right, it's got a little bit of feeling to it, um, you know... If you if you just had a breakup, then you might be smoking cigarettes and listening to Will Young around this period. Like, fine, um, you know, it's nothing. A couple of bottles of Merlot. Why are you listening to Will Young? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Your go-to breakup track Mm. and that Gabrielle one. Dreams. What? No, no. What was was that one? No, out of reach. Out of reach. My God. Too far. <laughs> Even with the lag, me and Craig right on it there. <laughs> um, well, I think it's Belton. Matthew, thoughts? No, it's solid. Yeah. Not, just having a quick look, it was written by someone called Francis Anthony White. Correct. Who yeah, goes he by took the, all the awards. Who goes yeah. by the name Egg White. <laughs> what a dick. Gosh, he's written a lot of fucking material, actually. This lad. Gosh, massive amounts. Um, he wrote Warwick Avenue by Duffy. You know what? Like, I'm looking at the like the people he's working with are really decent, generally speaking. Like, there's there's stuff that is absolute. What what's the word? Sort of like um, filler pop, like Javine. But Alison Moyes on the list. Emiliana Torini. He wrote loads of stuff with her. He did stuff on song for Suggs. Suggs, Brand New Heavies, <laughs> Natalie Umbrulia, Charlotte Church, Arr. Duncan from Blue, James Morrison, that's a name I've heard of, Beverly Knight, Salmon Cannon. Um, he did stuff on Kylie Joe Minogue's F- X album. Like He's done loads of shit. Show favourite Darren Hayes. Oh, really? Yeah, he did a track for Darren. Wow. <laughs> he did Chasing Pavements for Adele. Fucking hell. Ladies and gentlemen. Egg White. Egg White. Unsung hero. Christ. Right, well, this is a relatively solid footing, Craig, so I'm guessing the next two are going to be great as well and everything's going in, right? Well, let's find out. My next number one is unique number one, number 1,141. (laughs) See Uh, you later. (laughs) I'm guessing we've really made a rod for our backs with the one-week sting, haven't we? Yep. Yes. So, (laughs) Harry Belafonte... Give me Mary's fat child. <laughs> it's been. Uh, yes, this obviously was number one for one week from the 28th of August in the year of our Lord 2010. Uh, I'm I'm gonna shine some light on magic here. The first song's great. The second, the third one, I think is a solid Stone Cold classic. But of the three, this is going to surprise everyone when it's played. I've played the most this week. Press play. <laughs> Put your hands up, take it to the floor. You already gave me the green light. I remember this. This is 
really aggressive pop. It's like go deep or something like that. Oh, so close! This is roll deep. Roll this deep. is why. This is Wiley's grime outfit. Wiley, wait, why, yeah, this Wiley, is Wiley, Wiley OBE, Wiley OBE. Uh, I thought it was like a massive anti-Semite now. Oh, I, don't, I, I didn't get that far. I didn't get into the. You uh, do that. You carry on talking. I'll go anti-Semitism. So yeah, this is green light, and yeah, it's it's grimy, grimy. But you know what? I've I've started to realise it's the best rap I've heard in the last five really? years. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's I, at the time I fucking hated grime. A decent fourteen years removed from the scene, and I'm like, you know what? This is better than anything that's being produced today, rap-wise. Well, can I get a little bit of, like, middle of the song, maybe? Yeah, go, go, go into the actual rappy raps. From a mile away, thought to myself, why not give it a go? I like what I see, facial lit up like a Christmas tree. It's amazing the way she glows, heaven knows what cloud she fell from. It's a bit dizzy rascally. Well, as I found out, Dizzy was in uh, oh, really? Deep for, 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 for a brief stint before what I have yet to find out before, what is it? Before the Ayanapa stabbing incident, what? which has which has no sort of citation to it. I can find no reference to it on the Roll Deep Wikipedia, on the Dizzy Rascal Wikipedia, on the Wiley Wikipedia. I don't know what this incident is on a brief look. And I'm just like, I think it was Ayanapa. Right. Fascinating. So, so Wiley is a massive anti-Semite. He's banned off uh, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter. He's having a private prosecution taken uh, out against him, against the campaign against anti-Semitism. Described Jewish people as cowards and snakes, compared to, to the Ku Klux Klan. Ish. Also out on assault and burglary charges what? after this, where he broke into the flat of ex-kickboxer <laughs> <laughs> Ali Jacko, smashed plates, then assaulted him and caused injury. Good man. Top low. Wow. But Is he sending his MBE back? <laughs> massive bell end. <laughs> wow. Um Leonard. <laughs> eh, I, I, right, so on on ones where I don't really have any oh, you know, I I don't really have an opinion here or there. I don't really want to say it doesn't move the needle. It's very loud. That annoyed me. God, <laughs> hello, granddad. Um, but why do they have to shout when when <laughs> when when Craig Craig's sieve is very fine and not much gets through? So when Craig says it's the best rap he's heard in five years, I'll I'll take my word. I'll take his word for it and say that. It's it's not doing any damage to uh, to Will Young. God, this game's weird. Unlike Wyler. Unlike Wyler. Yeah. Is Will Young Jewish? Are we on? This, this is dodgy ground. I'm reversing. Beep. Yeah. Beep, beep. Beep. I'll beep. Google quietly while we do number three. <laughs> Let's make it all very easy with my final number one this week, which is unique number one, two hundred and sixteen. And Before you said go. classic. You said this is a classic. What year? Ooh, yeah. Ooh, 216. What 64. Before we go any further, Harry Belafonte, fact in the line, put the facts in time. <laughs> okay, okay, I, I believe, believe you. you. <laughs> there were accents. <laughs> no. It's fair. He does one. He does one. And it's not his accent, it's from Yorkshire. 
I think I, th- <laughs> I think the most astounding thing about this song that I learned this week is it was only number one for one week. This was number one for one week from the 26th of May in the year of our Lord, 1966. 66! <laughs> Sorry. Oh, there we go. All right. Not really much else to say, is there? It's uh, This is the Rolling Stones with Paint It Black. If there was ever going to be a Rolling Stones song that automatically went into the Pantheon, it was this one. Gentlemen. I don't want to do the thing where you just go, it's brilliant, and just throw it straight in. But it's really fucking good, isn't it? Like it, It's the Rolling Stones that they're most adult, I think, Paint It Black. Even though it's incredibly teenage as a concept. Like, it's aggressive, it's not fun at all, which is very unlike the Stones around this period. And now, this is them taking sort of their their career in their hands now. They, they, they had slowly throughout the career been progressing songwriting-wise for there'd be one or two Jagger tracks on there and it'd be all covers and there'd be half and half and then there'd be slightly more original songs as opposed to covers and then when this song came out off this album this was the first album that was solely originals what album's it from this one uh, after what's it after birth when I looked I was like surely this is one of the classic ones and I was like what aftershock that sounds about right Uh, aftermath aftermath Aftermath. that's it aftermath yeah Okay. Yeah, it's just, it's just, I hate the Stones. Mm, you've said. I've, I don't think I've, I've not been quiet about this. I've, re- I've, I've really dislike the Stones. I've, I think that it's, they're not good. And I think they're, they're, they're held in far too high regard on the basis of maybe two songs. Well, can, I, can I very briefly pressure on this then, Craig? What yeah. does this have that other Stone stuff doesn't? Uh, or what does that stuff have that annoys you and this doesn't this has a level of seriousness it has excellent writing it has everything in the kitchen sink thrown in this opens with a sitar when sitar was the furthest thing from cool this made the sitar cool that's really interesting that you said that Craig because you are not dig you are renowned for not liking depressing music and this has it's very serious there's not much fun in this there's a lot of pace and energy but there's not much fun in it I don't think no there's not yeah don't don't confuse fun with exciting i mean it has a tempo it has a beat it it, it keeps it interesting it's not it's not staying static mm-hmm. and it certainly is far from a dirge yep okay so yeah uh the, if, if like i said there's probably three stone songs that i can stand this one on wow cool i'm um, gosh well so we're at a point now where we've all sung the praises of Will Young and Egg Man, whatever Egg his name was. Egg White, thank you. Eggman. Dr. Robotnik. Wiley and his anti-Semitism and the Rolling Stones painted black. This has got to be you, Nana Keep, right, boys? Well, just before we, we go, could I just say about painted black, the only thing that... No, you're not allowed an opinion. <laughs> Because I missed you out entirely, didn't I? <laughs> no, no, it's fine, but because there's not much I've I've really need to add. I don't really know much about Paint It Black other than it crops up in a lot of places, a lot of films. Yeah, no, it's it, it's got that drum. 
Mm. Yeah, that really Very cinematic. tight, bloody yeah. uh, uh, rack Tom used as a yeah. the pounding beat through it. It 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 brings into mind a feel of the the doors. And this is, this is the, mm. do you know what I mean? It's kind of got that kind of insincere drama, and I mean that in all. You know that is a high compliment. There's, there's a kind of, there's. I mean, how long is it? Three minutes or something? Just over three minutes, and it's three twenty-two. Three twenty-two. It's 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 really verbose in a very good. No way. wax wasted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no problem, mate. So right, well, come on, come on. Yeah, let's just open the door and let's just get him in. Can't be done, ain't it? Um, cool stuff. Um, right. Next up, then, after we've got off to a fucking flying start, um, Boom. let's go to Matthew. Right. My first number one this week is unique number one. One three one two one thousand three hundred and twelve thirteen twelve. This was uh, number one for five weeks. Five weeks, lads. Um, and in February 2016. Um, before we move on any further, Harry Belafonte, do you have any more facts for us? Nothing on this one. Play. Let's see if there's any reactions. If it's Taylor Swift or Beyonce. It's very saccharine, whatever it is. Yeah, wait for the for some right. Get get a vocal, get a vocal. Once I was seven mm. years old, my that oh, fucking God. thing. Stop it! Stop it! It's Lucas Graham. Seven years. Lee McKeel facts. Lucas Graham is a band. They are Danish, <laughs> making them the first. Little bit of pop quiz for you, boys. Get ready. Making them the first Danish act to have a number one since. What's the last Danish band to have a number one? Oh, good question. Oh, um, Ace. No, Ace of Base were Swedish. No, no, I didn't have a number one. Should have done, but didn't. It was in 1998. Eiffel 65. (laughs) That's a good guess. Right, I'm going to tell you. It was Aqua with Turn Back Time. Oh. Anyway, Lucas Graham, seven years. I remember this. Misery Pop. Craig, you know what? Craig is onto something in the fact that pop, since it's gone like all earnest and since it has to sell itself to be like the most heartfelt, emotional thing ever, and it goes fully Miz, it's just shit in it. It's just shit. shit. And it, I'm, I'm also looking at his discography, and who the fuck does he think he did? It's a band. It's not are? him. It's yeah, a band. Yeah. Who who do they think they are? Fucking Weezer. They've got four albums. They're all called Lucas Graham, and they've all got brackets behind them called the Purple Album, the <gasps> Pink Album. They're, they're, they're fucking plagiarizing bastards. Anyway, this song was the toast of the psych ward when it came out, like that Swedish house mafia track, you know, which kind of underlines the worthiness and the oh. It, Oh, in life hardness of it all. Music as an inspirational quote. Uh, something about overcoming adversity. I don't know. Can you think of an inspirational quote about overcoming adversary? Uh, adversity? Shut the fuck and get on with it. There you go. Cheer up. That'll do. 
But do... we once, years ago at work, I had an awful job at Hugh Baird College, because I will name the fucking place. Um, I hope it's burnt down now. Um, with Particularly with the, the headmistress inside. Um, <laughs> vile piece of work. And Hi, Patreon. <laughs> this um, is going out in the main, mate. <laughs> no, no. Um, we it was uh, an FE college, but it was in Bootle in Liverpool, which is obviously like Stabsville, USA. <laughs> and I think at the time it was number three on the worst socio-economic deprivation list in the country. I think it's gone up the charts now. It's only fourth. Well done, Bootle. Um, all that means is somewhere else got worse. Mm. And. They had, like, at the end of term, instead of, like, insert days and all that shit, they'd have, like, a motivational speaker come to you. And we all had to sit there and listen to this fucking arsehole talk for, like, three hours. And his thing was called Sumo. And... It's already a thing, that, mate. It was was an acronym, and it meant... It's sort of a shut up and move on. His whole thing was about, don't argue your points. Don't try and change things. Just shut up and do your job. Get in your lane and fuck off. And it was three hours of that. Um, so yeah, shut up and move on. That's your inspirational quote of the uh, of the day. Tell us about Lucas Graham. Oh, actually, you know, you know, we've been we've been pulling on the thread of insincerity in pop music over recent weeks. I think we need to qu- we need to fucking rail ourselves back in here because when everything becomes too sincere, this is when you end up with this. So can we have a bit more insincerity, please? Yeah. Um, I'm going to give us three descriptors, and I'm going to see if you agree with them, right? Hand-wringing, minor key, cry-wank. Proper cry-wank. Yeah. Are we good? Shall we move on? Once I was 41 years old, and I'm moving towards the bin. <laughs> <laughs> this, you remember, it was really early on in the pod, I think, um, and... I took a pill and Ibiza came up. <laughs> this brings up the same kind of emotional knee-jerk reaction for me, where it is young people. He was 26 when this song came out, so probably young when they wrote it. Um, was old Lucas. You No. It's, it's a you. band! It's a band! The lead singer's first name is Lucas. Um, it's just it's this kind and of... The bass wo- player's Graham. <laughs> I'm just fucking done with world-weary young people. Nah, stick, keep it on your Tumblr page. We don't need to hear about it. If you took a be- if you took a pill with a Vici to think you were cool, put it on your live journal. <laughs> if you want to tell us about what you did when you were seven, that's fine. MySpace is all over that shit. Don't put it in the charts. Yeah. When you've had severe bereavement and a mortgage, give me a shout. Until then, shut up and move on. I'm already going to say let's hope we can turn this three into a bin fire and get rid of some of this shit, okay? Yeah, because this is gash. Yeah, because I... It's a cold night and I need a warming. I'll be straight. I don't want this in. I don't think it's a go-on-one, but I don't want this in. No, but it's close to a go-on-one. I do hate it a lot. So it's, it's not very often that I am pleased that my second choice came out. Okay. <laughs> But I am pleased. This is unit number one, 1362. 1362. 1362. <laughs> Oof. Harry Belafonte, give us the stings. It's been. It's Christmas! Oh, it's Lad Baby. It's got to be Lad Baby. Whack a charity one as well, Liam. No kiss is all we need. 
because it bought them a new house, lest we not forget. Play Everyone's favourite Tory couple. Play oh. it! Rishi's the one to fix the country. Stop it! Which one is it? What is this one about pies or angina? What's Have this a guess. So this, this was uh, Christmas number one, 2019. I don't know any of them. Some I of them. love sausage rolls. Yep. How's that it? Yep. Okay. Put, put, put another pie in the oven, baby. Is that the lyric? I don't know. I'm making it up off the top of my head, but I've probably I, written a better line than he has. You know what? I've never actually heard it. The first, the first uh, stanza is quite it, relatively rude. So I, I won't even give him a point for that. But it's something about the length of never seen a longer one, and she wants to put it in her mouth or something like that. I don't know. Well, classy. Well done. Carry on, Gregs. I have nothing to say. Move on then. Let's, this is—I I mean, lad, baby has been the bane of Christmas. Craig, hello. How you feel? Would you like to go on two with me? Yeah, go on. Let's should we, go on should we just fuck it. fuck it all off? Which means that round. right now, I mean, that easy suede. It's going in the bin regardless. <laughs> it's going in the bin. Let's just see what was going in the bin with Lad Baby and Lucas Graham. It's a band! It's unique number one, 1358, 1358. Fuck it, I'll just tell you what it is. It's Sean Mendes and Camilla Cabello, Senorita, 18th of the 7th of 2019 for one week. Oh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Because it was a chart tickler. Stay for one week and then bounce back for five. Play it, Liam. So this is the one that isn't Havana. Yeah. There's your hook. That's your chorus hook. Really unlikable voice. Grande voice. It's very right. strangled, isn't it? Yeah. Sean Mendes and Camilla Cabello song. The song was written by Sean Mendes, Camilla Cabello, Charlie XCX, Ali Tamposi, Jack Patson, Andrew Watt, Betty Blanco, and Cashmere Cat. Cat? It's a plodding <laughs> Latin. It's plod. It's a Latin pop track. It plods. It's not sexy. There's no energy. It was. Its promotion was fanned by a foe. A full relationship between the two artists in question. I'm not willing to say anymore. He's totally gay. <laughs> I didn't say that. Is he? Uh, Sean well, Mendes. Sean Mendes is not officially gay yet. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Right, what we're going to get in the mucky dip. Because of number two, so, it can't be much worse than that. Just for the sake of clarity... Everyone's binning this, right? Because Matt's oh, for not fuck's waiting. Sake. I mean, yeah, well, well, yeah. for the first time ever on my notes, I've actually written no comment for the last two. I've I've couldn't even be asked. Think of it like a court. I need to hear you say guilty. Bin. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> on on a better day, had Signory to been surrounded by two decent things that could have singed in quite easily i no i disagree i um it flats to deceive that song it's really plodding it's really slow it should it has the right mix and it's and it how many fucking writers and they couldn't come out with anything better than that it's really poor what was the other one you compared it to 
the better Havana. 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 Havana works. Yeah, it's got a bit of this, pace to it. This interesting. Ooh, no, no. really doesn't. And it's not just the BPM thing. I mean, the thing is, if you are going to go slower, you need a little bit of sway. And again, I remember you saying, Liam, on the long pod uh, many, many years ago regarding something Craig was reading out between about Bono and the Edge. Where's the sex? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's going to really confuse people. Yeah. But when I was listening to the song, I did think... If this is Latin, I want to f- I want to smell sweaty bodies. I want to feel people being pulled close together, a heaving bosom. There should be at least a bit of groove to it. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was fucking two people doing the lambada on the generation game. Give me a number two. I like it when you call me Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> This is what we've got instead, boys. It sounds like Westlife. No, it's not. I hear your heart cry for love, but you oh, what's this? make it right. They were... Okay. So the tune is called Heart Vacancy. Awful fucking <laughs> name. Um, but this was the band that wasn't quite JLS, but also wasn't... Certainly wasn't One Direction. Do you remember The Wanted? Yeah. Rest in peace, Tom Parker. That's really underwhelming number two, though, isn't it? Let's be honest. But all we've done there is replaced three pieces of shit with one piece of shit. With one piece of shit. That's a really good way of looking at it. I think... So we were on... We There was no cucumber castle in the off in there, was there? So... The metrics are on the right side on that one. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, it's only... Only the less bad. We've taken three pieces of shit out. Liam, give us something decent. Let's let's Me. let's let's bookend it. Let's bookend it. Okie dokie. Um, let's talk about coincidences, boys. Going First kidding. up is unique number one, twelve oh three, one thousand two hundred and three. This was oh, number one for the first time on the eighteenth of number August. That's a yeah. Actually, yeah. So one of the people, one of our lovely listeners, James, got in contact literally with me today to explain to me why I struggle so fucking much with numbers. Please don't tell me you just said because you're a mess. <laughs> no, not because <laughs> it is be- it's all because of the Romans. The Romans. Mm. So, but I didn't know this. So I knew that the Romans had like fucked over two months. Yep. Because of Augustus and Julius. Yep. Fine. But I would have assumed that they renamed two months and fucked everything off as a consequence. No. So, first month of the year was March. And then they replaced months five and six with Julius and Augustus. And then they fucked in two other months at the start of the year, which shoves everything up to, which was July and February. So there you go. That's what the Romans did for us. Gave me fucking dyslexia. And let's go back. Eight is August. <laughs> Eight yes. is August. So 18th Correct. of August, 2012. It was uni. It was number one for uh, two weeks. Any more facts for us? Um, Harry Belafonte, you did things with Martin Luther King. He had sex with Martin Luther King. No, no, he was mates with MLK. <laughs> Citation needed. He was he was mates with Martin Luther King. Yeah, I'm sure he was. Um, so mates. this is 
This is sort of unusual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Harry Belafonte was in the hotel room when Martin Luther King got shot. In his hotel room? Yeah. Wink. Wink, wink. wink. No, we've already outed Shawn Mendes. We're not outing <laughs> fucking Harry Belafonte. And Martin Luther King. So, outing every number one ever. In a really strange coincidence, boys, you need to open up your protocols of Zion because it's the week's favourite anti-Semite back again. Wiley! He's Wiley back again. Go worry, we're nice for the day. Inspired by the sun, take flight for the day. Sipping the cold beer, sunshine in your face. Long nights are crazy, we are on them. My name's Wiley, yeah, play my song then. When I arrive, I'm causing a this is Heat Wave by uh, Wiley. A bit, w- bit weaker. A bit weaker than Roll Deep. Unfortunately, Matt has taken all my facts for this. Sorry, I'm <laughs> it's so fine. sorry. No, no, it was good. Say them um, again and I'll act surprised. He's uh, not chill with Jewish people. Is it? Um, what is weird, though, is that, like, I was reading his Wikipedia page when I was kind of diving into this, and I didn't come across the Ironapa stabbing incident, <laughs> but I did come across all the weird burglary and the fact that he's been dodging court for two years. What's even weirder is that he's, like, forgiven now. Nicki Minaj and people like that are recording with Wiley. Oh, yeah, because obviously the bastard of moral behaviour is Nicki Minj. Well, she didn't. I'm not saying that. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the fact that it's just acceptable that Wiley's back. No, no. Um, on another note, the song isn't dreadful. It's mm. not a patch on Roll Deep, but it's not awful. It's kind of weird that it's got like a string orchestra thing in the background, which is a bit weird for Grime, but um, I'll give you a quick blast of the rest of it so you get a vibe. Sean Paul watched his shit back. <laughs> um, it's. Oh. 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 Uh, oh. Everyone just changed places. We've, changed we painted it black. Places. Sorry about that, boys. I, um, I <laughs> slept my screen stupidly. Um, it's a, an average bit of. I wouldn't even call this proper grime, really. Um, it's kind of pop, dance, grime, hip-hop stuff that doesn't if, really go anywhere, unfortunately. If grime was a TV show, this would be like the kind of elongated summer special where they all go on holiday. This is the Geordie Shore of grime. <laughs> I, I can bring this full circle now because courtesy of our slash grime, I now have the prevailing rumour of the Ayanapa stabbing incident. Oh, here we go! <laughs> Tell us about Dizzy getting it in the ribs. The prevailing rumour is that Dibby, Dizzy Rascal slapped slash pimped So Solly crew member Lisa Mafia's bum. So Solly crew Lisa then rushed Mafia. Dizzy. And, yeah. That's a name I've not heard in a million years. <laughs> the So Solid members then rushed Dizzy and a fight ensued, which Dizzy won. The next day, So Solid returned and successfully stabbed Dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Right, two things here. For maybe like any any listeners who aren't like nationals of the UK and 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 at the UK national and and don't know who Soul Sally Crew are, they were a group of nearly thirty people. <laughs> and I just love the fact that Dizzy Rascal fucking sorted each and every one of them out. <laughs> then obviously went home and sorted his wife out, as we know. Uh, but then they what? all bump. Well, no, he beat his. <laughs> Hang on, go back to go back to fucking episode eight, Liam. <laughs> go back to episode eight, where we, me and you, said 
we found out Dizzy Rascal was... Uh, oh, was uh, that that episode? Was, was a wife oh, okay. beater. And yeah. we went, it does about it's a great song. And then in episode 13, Chris Brown causes this thing. <laughs> so let's not go there. He's American, though. <laughs> and I, lo- I love I love how uh, it took him a day. It took So Solid Crew a day to come back and shiv him. <laughs> Fuck my life. Not So Solid Crew. One thing I would say for listeners is if you aren't... Um, if you aren't up on the grime scene in the UK, the most important grime scene is obviously the Blackpool grime scene. If you haven't seen the noisy documentary that's on YouTube on the Blackpool grime scene, please go and watch it. Until you've heard Little Kev threaten to shove your dad up your nan, you've not lived. (laughs) Gonna take put you in a van and make you finger your gram. <laughs> Good times. Good times. Have you seen them all now? You've seen all the pictures of them now. No. Yeah, they're probably solicitors now, aren't they? <laughs> honestly, honestly, what's what's the girl who absolutely flamed little Kev? Oh, the one that on. should went should have had a bath. Sophie. Sophie, Sophie Aspin. Sophie Aspin, mate. Got to pull yeah. that from somewhere. She's had a bath. <laughs> anyway, carry on. So this is Wiley's um, rather. Whelming heat wave. Oh, um, can we? I, I'm not asked about this. No, I'm good. No, not feeling it. We've already got but, some interesting no. grime in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, grime's had its day today. Okay, let's crack on then. So, um, we are now on to my second number one of the week, which is unique number one, 168. So we're going very Swinging early. Swinging the pendulum right the other way. Absolutely. I'm kind of glad because we've had loads of modern shit this loads week. Loads of recent shit, yeah. Um, I didn't know this song. I'm sure you two will, but here we go. Um, this was number one for the first time on the 21st of April, 1964. Ooh. And it was number one for two weeks. Harry, I also think you did stuff with the UN. Tell me things. He had sex with the UN. <laughs> um, no facts. Um, yeah, I, I think, I imagine you two will probably know this. Um, particularly, I imagine you will know the writer. All right. Please lock me away <laughs> and don't allow the day here inside where I hide. No ideas? This is called A World Without Love. This rings a bell, but. By. Initials P A G Pag, yeah, that famous 60s band Pag, yeah, Peter and Garden, correct. Oh, still got it. Do you remember? Do you know what Peter's second name was or surname? Garden, no, Garden, and Garden's was Peter, (laughs) Peter Garden, 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 Peter. Peter. And they had, a, they had a really small uh, percussionist called And. <laughs> um, Just the one. Peter's uh, surname was Asher. Oh, fuck, is it Jane Asher's brother? Which means? Uh, McCartney Link. McCartney wrote the tune. Yeah, it, it, it does sound ah, like a... Well, it's one of those songs that's always on the here's the songs the Beatles didn't want compilation. Precisely, because McCartney said it wasn't good enough for the Beatles. Um, my only yeah. knowledge of Jane Asher is she did a cookbook. Okay, no idea. Um, 
It, it's absolute 60s Beatles-esque pap that the Beatles wouldn't even be seen dead doing. Not even not even a Beatles B-side. Yeah. I don't you know when, feel... Do you know when we get these Beatles knockoffs? So we had a Stones one, didn't we? Where, you know, they, they, the Beatles wrote the first Stones number one, didn't they? I, th- I think that's right. Um, mm. It shows you what real good salesmen the Beatles actually were. Yeah. Because <laughs> when you put these tunes in other people's hands, they're as wet as a bloody... Damp dishcloth, aren't they? So wet as well. The thing that weirds me out is that Peter and Gordon got a record deal and then had to go and ask his sister to ask her boyfriend, "Oh, can you can you write us a song?" <laughs> have you, have you got not s- got anything. No, nah, he didn't even do that. He was just, he went round for Sunday lunch, got knocked back, and then he was rooting through the bins and found this. No, no. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, Macca just gave it him, just like, yeah, it's fine. Don't want it. <laughs> this, this is shit. Have it. Yeah. Um. So it's a Beatles. Just leave me alone, Peter. The only thing that McCartney likes... Oh, Gordon. <laughs> the only thing that McCartney likes about this song, apparently, is the first line, which is, please lock me away. <laughs> which made you laugh. Yeah. That was great. I enjoyed um, that. Any, any love for a, a world without love? No. Really don't, unfortunately. I mean, it's so dull. Right, where are we in the kitchen then, chaps? I'm closer to the bin than the fridge. I'm closer to the bin than the fridge. I'm patting the bin. I'm patting it like an old friend, ready to be opened. Can uh, can number three save it? Uh, It'd have to be fucking special. Yeah, it probably needs to be a big one. But it's savable. Okay, well, one thing I will say is the band are a big one. And this is one of our two opportunities, I think, to get this band into the pumpkin. Craig. So, this is unique number Try one, time. 257, and this was number one for the first time on the 28th of 8, which is August. August again, still August. 1960 August. Nine sixty eight, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> um, any more facts, Harry? It's been... I think he also did something something with Miriam McCabe. Um, well, well, <laughs> and then he did. <laughs> Be nice. Um, I am. He had a great time. I'd never heard this before, um, but this was a number one. Only a one weeker. Big band, but a number one. Hmm. I should also say that your headphones aren't broken. That's how this song starts. I like it. I like it. Know it, but I know the band. It's Beach Boys, isn't yeah. it? It is the Beach that's, Boys. That's so strange. It it started like it sounded like something Laurie Anderson had released in 1978, and then it immediately tore us right back to the fucking beach. So one of the weird things about this tune, which is obviously the Beach Boys, and it's called "Do It Again," and this is like. Four years after the heyday of the Beach Boys, when they were, you know, surfing USA, they were the kind of surf band, the California band. Yeah. Um, and they kind of gone off and done weird stuff since then, because Brian Wilson is weird. And this was a purposeful kind of callback to their ah. surf era, you know, with those kind of melodies that are... Yeah. All that stuff. Um, and it was written with that in mind. 
it doesn't have any of the kind of fun or kind of spice or pep of any of those early surfy numbers that the Beach Boys did. It feels very no, serious. Yeah. Sounds like a demo. Yeah, well, unfortunately, not. This is the only. This is one of their two UK number ones. Oh well, good job. It's two, with two steaming piles of dog shit, then, isn't it? You know what the other one is. Because God though, only right? knows will get in quite nicely. Yeah, God only knows will be the number one. Nope. Whoa, good vibrations. What, what, what a great noise that was. Mm. Yep. <laughs> good vibrations. We didn't get God only knows as the number one in the UK. I think it might. I mean, been... it's probably. For, I mean, I mean, it's probably for the best. I mean, Mike Love is an absolute. He's a twat, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there it is. You're dead right. <laughs> he is. Mike Love is a. What is interesting though about this is that this is when Brian Wilson and Mike Love wrote a track together, and Wilson thinks this is the best thing that him and Love actually did together. I, I bet he did because he let Wilson. This is just—I have no idea about this song, but I'm guessing he let Wilson traipse on with his weird things <laughs> that everyone really seemed to enjoy, and Mike Love was like, "No." We need to go back surfing, guys. Come on. Yeah. And this this was a song. We haven't had a song with surf in the name for, for two years. In fact, the original title was Do It Again Surfing. Surf, surf Again. Do it. Do it again do with it again. surf. Surfing. Surfing again. Um, well, in that case then. So we've had a underwhelming heatwave from Wiley. We've had A World Without Love, a Macca. I don't know. Uh, what would you call it? A, a Macca used insole. And Sanitary towel. Yeah, I was, I was trying to be nice. I was not mm, going to say condom. Didn't want to yeah. say that. Um, and then Do It Again by the Beach Boys, the band <laughs> that no one wanted to exist um, by that point anyway. so <laughs> Not even the Beach Boys. Where are we feeling, boys? Are we in the bin? Are we saving this for prosperity? I can't lie. I, I can't lie. I mean, we... This it's not it's not good enough, is it, mate? No. This is easy, easy bin territory. I mean, the 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 Macca song's going back where it came from. It's going straight back to the bin. Right. The the best thing I can say about these things is I like that we talk about them. Yeah. And I like how we wave them goodbye as they get taken away yeah. in the bin truck. Fair. Um, I'm gonna have to join you there. It's all going in. Thank Christ. With some absolute garbage there. Liam, mucky dip yourself. Yep, we've won. It's dire straits, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it's um, Walk of life. life. Tune. My favourite one on Brothers in Arms. Favourite dire straits song. Yeah, it doesn't say faggot in it, which is nice. What Dire Straits song says faggot? Money for nothing. Does it? Yeah. Money pretty... for nothing's got faggot in it. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Um, I bet the BBC don't take that off, off the air like yeah, they do fairy tale. Am I right? Am you I can't right? say anything anymore, can you? That's because Dire Straits are white. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, I've got a student who's writing his music about, uh, writing his um, dissertation about about uh, queer representation in popular music. And it's called, it like, you know how, like, um, theses and stuff always have, like, a romancing the stone, colon, an exploration of blah, 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 blah. He's yeah, calling yeah. it dire straits, colon, the problem with straight people. <laughs> You're very proud of him, Paul. I'll tell you what, it really does have faggot in it, doesn't it? It does. I mean, it, I mean, it really does. 
Is he not referring to the the the, the delightful pork-based product that is avoided in <laughs> actually, the freezers? Actually, it does. Let me read you the lyric, Craig. That's exactly what he's talking about. See the little faggots with the earring and the makeup. I mean, no one's eating that. Oh no, see the little faggot with the earring and the makeup. Yeah, buddy, that's his own hair. That little faggot got his own jet plane. That little faggot, he's a millionaire. So it's not just one. Thrice do we get a faggot. <laughs> anyway, walk along. Do, do, do I have to beep faggot? No, I don't think. In this context, I don't I, think so. I, I, do you not reckon? Good. I just I feel really uncomfortable all of a sudden. Speaking for my people, it's uh, fine. Uh, okay. Um, let's wrap up. Boy. was a grimy week wasn't it fucking shit that big load of shite weren't it fuck me at least we got well, I mean painted black guy so there's there's things to be taken from this week but uh, what did you think please get in touch and let us know you can find us on all the socials but your main port of call is going to be heading to www.everynumber1ever.com where you'll find a link tree to our various social medias you'll find Facebook you will find X formerly known as Twitter you will find Instagram uh, you'll find a link to our Patreon, where if you do enjoy this, why not throw us a couple of pennies and keep the lights on. We've got all sorts of extra bonus content there. We've got oh, extra yeah. pods. We've got articles. We've got playlists. We've got a picture of me with the lead singer of Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So head over there to www.patreon.com slash E-N-O-E podcast. Uh, and without anything further to say, Liam, how does that leave the Pantheon this week? Some weeks I can do this and I feel like, thank God we've done stuff correctly. <laughs> and I feel like this week we've made the correct calls. So, yeah. going into the Pantheon this week, we have Will Young's probably best piece of music, which is Leave Right Now, written by Egg Salad. Um, <laughs> Roll Deep with Green Light, who everyone had forgotten about, but it also featured Diley and uh, Wiley and the Bestabbed Dizzy Rascal. <laughs> That's why I couldn't keep get to. I couldn't get to. Bestabbed was the word I was struggling with. Keep your hands off Lisa Mafia's bum is the lesson in that. Apparently one. so. Yeah. Um, and the famously important member of So Solid. And finally, um, Painted Black also made it in. That you know that piffling number by the Rolling Stones. Yeah. One one week wonder. Thankfully, the following tracks have all hit the bin hard and are covered in carrot shavings. These include. Lucas is the name of the lead singer. Graham is the band. It's a band. Seven years because of a mopia millennial. Um, followed by I Love Sausage Rolls by everyone's favourite Tory. Um, Baby lad. Yep. Uh, Senorita, certainly no Havana by Sean Mendes. Definitely, definitely straight Sean Mendes. And Camila Cabello. I, 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 it's meant to be a year, isn't it? Double L. So it's Camila Cabello. Um, they were replaced by um, again Camilla the, Cabello, the visceral and real and and deeply satisfying heart vacancy by the wanted. Fuck um, me! But we've traded <laughs> one turd one. for three, which is all right. And finally, my three: uh, Wiley's Heat Wave without a bestabbed rascal. Um, love something, Peter something. <laughs> I'm tired, Peter, I'm really Peter's tired. A, Peter Gordon and Gordon Peters. Peter Gordon and Gordon Peters and their little percussions <laughs> and with A World Without Love, 
which wasn't a McCartney song, but was a McCartney song. He also credited it to McCartney and Lennon, weirdly, even though it was only mm. a McCartney they song. They all did. And all did. finally, um, Do It Again, um, the song the Beach Boys should never have bothered writing, all made it into the bin to be replaced by, thank God, Walk of Life by Dire Straits, which doesn't use a homophobic slur. And that is the Pantheon for the week. I mean, at this point, we're usually typing something in the chat about what we're going to play, but I'm sure there's only one choice this week. So. There's only one choice this week. And let the headlines of the newspaper say, Craig likes a Rolling Stones song. How would you feel about that, Craig? Uh, back to the studio. Thank you very much for your work this week, Craig. We'll see you next week. See you next week, sir. Liam, have a great time, and I look forward to seeing you in seven days. Thanks, boys. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. And we're going to play out with the Rolling Stones, Paint It Black. Every time the drum hits, punch yourself in the face. It makes it more enjoyable. Goodbye. Have a good week. Love you lots. Bye. Right, we're going to have to stop because we'll get sued. I'm going to I'm going to go and make a lasagna. Craig, go to bed. I'm going. Ding, 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 ding,